that. What's up? We're ready for another dose of 31 Days of Halloween. This is what's known as a Shudder original. It's called Who Invited Them? Written and directed by a guy named Duncan Birmingham. Starts off with a couple, Adam and Margot. They just moved into their brand new posh Hollywood Hills mansion. No, I mean, it's, I don't know. I don't know what kind of house it is. Fancy Hollywood house, basically. And they invite all their friends over and we start to see some of the issues with this couple. They have a kid who's over on a sleepover. So it's just them with their adult friends having a nice housewarming party. Adam's a bit of a show-off. Margot is a former musician who had somewhat of a successful indie rock band when she was younger. The guests all pile out of the house, and one couple stays behind, and that is Sasha and Tom. And slowly, over the course of the night, they try to drive a wedge between Adam and Margot. The movie itself could almost be like a play. It's four people in a house, and I love that, man. I'm, I'm all about that, especially when it's done right. Because you know what it is? It's all about the performances. It's all about the cat and mouse. It's all about the dynamics, the shifts. The story has a bit of a Manson vibe in the sense that, you know, we're in the Hollywood Hills and you just get the feeling that something really bad is going to happen. The movie essentially works as a slow burn, but it's only 80 minutes long, which to me is the perfect combination. Sometimes you get a slow burn that is like two hours long or whatever, and it just doesn't, it, the running time wears out its welcome. But when it's a nice, concise 80 minutes, it works so well. This movie is a testament to that. Eventually, we learn that the reason why Adam was able to afford this very posh, rich house was because there were some grisly murders that had happened some years back. And we get a little bit of the story, a couple of tiny little flashback moments. But what the writer-director utilizes so well is using language, the dialogue, to enhance the grisly nature of the murders that had gone on. We don't really see anything. We don't really see anything super graphic. A lot is left to the imagination. I think we should call it like the Jaws something. There's gotta be like a coin, a term like, you know, like less sharp the less shark you see, the scarier it is. It's like, that's what it is. That's the same, it's the same philosophy. And it works really well in this story. They use words, uh, they talk about how like the bodies were defiled and it just, using a word like defiled, like you know exactly what that means, you know? So anyway, the couple tries to divide and conquer, the couple that stayed longer. And they, but the other thing is that Adam and Margot realized that neither one of them invited Sasha or Tom to their house. So that's like the, the first red flag. And slowly as the night goes on, and you can kind of tell that they have a history with the house. I myself got a feeling that they had a history with the house. That was kind of predictable. As to how they had a history with the house, I wasn't really sure. And then there's also this like B storyline with the kid and he, you know, has a nightmare and I don't know. I'll be honest, like the, the movie didn't need any of that extra stuff. All it needed, and what it mostly was, was just these four people in the house. Uh, spoilers for the ending. We find out that Sasha and Tom are actually siblings that lived in the house 17 years ago. Their parents were the ones that were murdered, and they were murdered because of Sasha and Tom. They play a game called Bait the Bear, and what's interesting is they use safe words like rutabaga and cantaloupe. Cantaloupe means we're going to kill the people in rutabaga means that they're okay. And they basically try to 
push couples that they meet or, you know, foster parents that they meet, have met along the way, uh, to trying to decide if they're worthy to live or die because their own parents were monsters that defiled them, if you know what I mean. Which then in turn caused them to push their parents to the brink and they murdered each other. There was a slight contrivance, and this is so slight. It was also cool. It was a really cool reveal. I understand why Duncan wanted to do it. I mean, it was a very creative way to do it, but it sort of uh, just danced along the edge of feeling not entirely realistic for the situation. Margot is in the back of her closet and she finds the markings that say Sasha and Tom, you know, like the height, measuring their height and realizes that Sasha and Tom have a relationship with the house that runs deeper than just being neighbors. Towards the end, the movie does begin to erode a little bit. It felt like a train that was going full speed ahead and was slowly running out of places to put the track. And the movie almost winds up being anticlimactic for that reason, unfortunately. It was still a fun journey, though, and I thoroughly enjoyed watching it, and I suggest everybody check it out. One thing that I did really enjoy about the ending, there was this whole thing, there's this whole thing earlier in the movie where Adam is obsessing over his record collection and how, like, there's, like, a track on one of his very rare import vinyls that's skipping and at the very end, the vinyl was playing again, and he he doesn't they figure out that neither one of them put the vinyl on and it as a, the the record on. And as it turns out, Tom clearly came back to replace the vinyl, and it's just really creep. It was a really it's a really creepy moment, but yeah, I don't know. I I guess I thought we were on a collision course for something that was a bit more Manson esque, mind you. I find Manson's story and true crime in general not to be particularly entertaining because it real those things really happen to real people. However, using them as the basis of inspiration for a story is totally valid. And that's what I thought we were getting. I thought we were going to like springboard into something a lot more twisted than what we ended up getting. Definitely check this out, especially if you're a writer, especially if you are trying to tell a contained story with only a few actors. I really have to hand it to Duncan Birmingham for doing that. I thought he did a great job. Rutabaga. Ha!